Happy Monday, everybody, and Happy New Year. Welcome to this edition of the Racing Insiders podcast. I am Kate Dillon from Crate Insider, and I am here today with Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. And Steve, how's the New Year treat treating you so far? Good. I bought a new gun. Again? Yes. Today? <laughs> no, not today. Oh, okay. I mean, it was like, you know. New Year, new gun. It was like New Year, new gun. I just had to buy one just for the fucking hell of it. Oh, it, it, well, I couldn't turn down the deal actually. Okay. All right. So I ended up actually buying a uh, Colt uh, Anaconda 44 Magnum. So I got it for like 1500 bucks. And and that's good. Yes. Okay. Because the normal price is two grand or better. Nice. So. Nice. Good deal. That's yeah. good. 25% okay. Every off. now and again, you pay attention to deals, you get deals. Yeah, well, I mean, when you know the market that you're yeah. that you're looking for, scoot this yeah, 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 there you go. That way you can be in frame. That's more it. centered. More centered. Because I was like, going to go like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to need you to lean in. Lean in. <laughs> lean in. <laughs> you got my attention for exactly this long, by the way. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Then I got to go watch football here in a little bit. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I know in one of your, you're in like three fantasy leagues this year, right? I am. Yes. Okay. And one of them is already over and you won that league. I right? won that. Yeah. So that was like 600 and something dollars. Nice. Nice. And then are you still in the running with any of your, I epically failed on, well, I didn't epically fail. My players epically failed mm -hmm. <laughs> in uh, the one that I was actually leading going into the uh, final two weeks. So, but is all of fantasy football over now? No, no, I got one leg with Jeff Smith. Okay. Uh, so Jeff played me last night for the Super Bowl, or I mean, he's playing me for the Super Bowl this weekend, but then we got another weekend of more points to be added. Oh. So I'm trying to beat Jeff Smith. Okay. And if nobody knows who that is, you know, J&J &J Race Cars, Jeff Smith, my good buddy who, God, I've known since I moved here. Yep. And of course, his dad is Freddie Smith. His yeah, grandpa was Grassy Smith. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, trying to beat Jeff. Yeah, hopefully we'll see Jeff and Heather this weekend. Absolutely. Um, we're going to be at the Cars Racing Show. I see a couple folks are here. Yep. And I, I like I see Brian's here. Said nice, you know, good congratulate done about your gun. Yep. And Scott says uh, hi from wet and soggy California. Yeah, I've got photos that, that my best friend has sent me, and uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty fugly in my hometown actually well, right now. You, I mean, you said to me, hey, remember that Remember that tiny little creek in my hometown? And I was like, Well, it's yeah. the San Lorenzo River. Right. But, but it looked like a creek. It hasn't looked like a river since, probably since I moved here in like 95. It looks more like a little trickling stream. And now it's a raging river. Yeah. It's good. With like full-size trees getting pushed out to sea. So. Wow. Neil's like, wheeling and dealing. Well, yes. Speaking of wheeling and dealing, I know I'm going to see Neil this coming weekend and his brother Scott from yep. Hooker Harness. And um, yeah, speaking of wheeling and dealing. Absolutely. Yes. Really I'm going to make sure I got paper straws ready for, for Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that Tori and Scott's assistant colluded and got Scott an entire box of paper straws? I absolutely did. <laughs> that was like a pretty epic... It was an epic you know, prank. prank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see Nigel's here from Australia. Happy New Year. Absolutely. And Brian says, big weekend coming up for y'all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely a big, big weekend. Oh, and Michelle's here. 
um, from Daytona One. Nice. And of course, they've, you know, thank goodness, really so th thankful for Daytona Absolutely. One being our presenting sponsor for the Cars Racing Show. Excited. Um, Earl's asking me, will you have Tylenol in the booth? <laughs> well, Earl, Earl, I always, always, always have Advil and Tylenol not too far away. It, it, this is true. Yeah, you, you are like the carrier of Tylenol and Advil. Yeah, and I don't even get that many headaches, but I, I like to be the prepared one. And yes, oh, speaking of, there will be there will be beer. Much, much beer. A lot of beer. A lot of beer. And music. And music and, and some food. We'll throw throw a little yeah. bit of food in there. But yeah, so anybody who's coming to the show, the Cars Racing Show, is in this coming Friday and Saturday, January 6th and 7th. So for attendees, the show hours on Friday are 11 to 6. And then from 6 to 8 is when we're having our welcome party. We have multiple kegs because so many of our exhibitors stepped up to, uh, we put out a promotion that's saying, hey, you know, want to be part of this party and you can adopt a keg. Yeah. <laughs> so many kegs were adopted. What time's the boxing match between me and Earl? Um, uh, isn't that like Saturday at like one o'clock? I think we're like getting in the ring together and we're are like, you? just throw down. I think that'd be a yeah, good I, thing I to do. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like celebrity boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what I need to get is what, what are those like, what is it? The rock and robots or something? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the, hilarious. The, the, that'd the be boxing, awesome. You know, there's a lot of stores in Hickory. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to toy store and we can film that where you and Earl can duke it out. Do the little thumb. Yeah. Up. Yes. That yeah, would be, be hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Or, or we could get those sumo wrestling suits. You know, you know, what's funny. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, what's funny though. Like in this industry, like a lot of people don't know that we're all actually friends. Yeah. I mean, other other than a few dudes that reasons. Yeah, we're um, most all of us engine builders are like friends and stuff like that. And, you, know, you know, chassis builders for the most part and stuff like that. Agreed. You know, I, I learned it at a young age and I love how racing has taught me about the true spirit of competition. You know, because when I was a little kid and I was a kid and then back then kids couldn't go into the pits unless they were 16. I believe. Correct. Yeah. And so we were always, us kids were always in the grandstands. And, you know, when you're in the grandstands and you're watching at least dad. That was, at least that was the Midwest to the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Here, here it could have been different. It, it could have been. Know. But when I, I was growing grow up, up, you had to be 16 to be Correct. in the pit. So as kids were up in the stands, you know, and as a little kid, you're seeing like, my dad's the hero. Everybody else is the enemy. Right. And it would just be shocking. I mean, after afterwards, we would go down into the pits and then all these racers would stand around and they're like joking and laughing and <laughs> having beer, you know, especially when my dad was, was uh, sponsored by Pabst Blue Ribbon. There was always like yeah. a keg in our, in our uh, hauler there. And it was just like, it was so much for me to understand that, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes ago they were the enemy. And I mean, right. why is friends. my dad talking to that guy? That's the bad people. Well, you know? it was like that with me and your brother, mm -hmm. Jimmy Shields, yeah. you know, in our dirt rep. Uh, when we raced together, at, you know, we were racing together every Friday night at Lawndale. So Thunder Valley here in North Carolina. And like people thought we hated each other. <laughs> and like Jimmy's one of my best friends. <laughs> I mean, so it was just, it's funny how people perceive different things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, the, the funny part is just that, yeah, I, I suppose technically your competitors, you and Earl. Oh, and, well, and I mean, others. me and Earl, me and whoever. But yes. I mean, I mean it's not. It's, it's a competition, but it's not. Right. You know, I mean, like, hell, I'm in my lane. They're in their lane. We're all good. 
Great. Well, and uh, Neil suggests that, uh, Ramey, you're going to need a lot more than Tylenol. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe we, Prescription strength Advil or some shit. We'll have to, maybe we'll have to have, like, uh, um, unfortunately, you know, I can't bring my own alcoholic into the convention center, you know, without being supervised or whatever. But uh, trying to think of, like, hangover remedies, you know, for Saturday morning. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to think Taco Bell. <laughs> there we go. And Nigel's here from Australia. He says, Scorpion Racewear is offering $100 our Gen 3 uh, SFI as we enter the USA market for nice. members on here. That's awesome. Wonderful. Well, thanks, Nigel. That's great. Yeah. And Earl's like, hell yeah. <laughs> because I, oh, he, he likes the idea of the boxing game right. because he says, I already got too many broken bones. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I was going to take advantage of it and totally beat the shit out of it. Oh, and, <laughs> he's like, oh, fucked up. So. <laughs> true, true. And Jim's giving you, he's like, yeah, sweep the leg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Last time I saw Earl, he was on crutches. Yeah. Yeah, at yeah. Andy's wedding. So, yeah. <laughs> I just got to remember those kung fu classes I took back in the day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, just don't put it past me. Don't be surprised if I show up with one of those little boxing match games. You know, I forget what those are called. I never had one. That was the, God, what was it? That was fun as fuck, though. I remember I, I owned that as a kid. Or I didn't own it. I got given it to me as a kid. But I never had that. One of my, what it reminds me of is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Rock, Rocko Bots or something like that. Or, or Rock'em Sock'em? Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, fun, fun times. I'll have to see if I can find that. <clears throat> That'd be so fun. So we can film it. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, I, I sometimes I watch the dumbest. I don't know if he can use his shoulder or not to like press his thumb. I don't know. Isn't his shoulder fucked up too? I think so. He's like breaking apart, man. I'm telling you. Earl, Earl, yeah. we got it. We got to get some duct tape, put you yep. back together. Yep. You know what? I'm going to have racers tape probably at the show. Well, that, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> be kind of like that healing tape there. Like tape him up. <laughs> oh, and uh, Neil's like, Hammond is in the house. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Hopefully Hammond doesn't have like a damn, whatchamacallit, issue again this year. No more kidney stones. Yeah, no more kidney no stones concussions. Man, Dave's had a tough year. I know. Tough, tough year. Um, you know, my heart goes out to him. And I'm, I'm so glad he's coming down for the show. I'm just going to make fun innovating. of him. I'm going to make fun of him the whole damn time. Yeah, because you know what? He would do it to you. I know, exactly. <laughs> you might get pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so true. Oh, there's Dave. He yeah. goes, hey, kids. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Welcome, Dave. And of course, Hammond Motorsports is going to be at the show. Yep. And yeah, really excited. And talking about talking about Chinese stuff, I assume. You know, Dave's favorite topic is Chinese, Chinese. knockoffs. Exactly. I, um, actually, I, I did learn. I learned a phrase from Dave. He says, um, like Chinese R and R and D is rip off, and oh, you have to tell me. Dang it! I thought I had it there. Write it up there, Dave. Instead, of, instead of research and design, it's it's rip off and something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and Dave says, yeah, you can't be a pussy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm the one who said those words. So is what it is. And Billy's here. Can't wait till Thursday. He's headed up to the show. Nice. Excellent. Um, we're going to have some great cars there too. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. the car, I think, I think the cars are going to be there are going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some my kids cars, cars going to be there actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I saw Alex so, today and I know that uh, him and his train chassis, uh, it'll be decked out in the whole Blue Ridge Outlaw deal. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll be in there for American racer tires. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. That, so that'll be, oh, and there is Blue Ridge Outlaw Lane Models is here on the Absolutely. show. There you go. Yep. We're looking forward to uh, seeing their whole crew. And I believe they're releasing their schedule at the show. I believe so. Yes. And, and so. that's really exciting to have schedule releases and rules packages. Yep. Um, I think, I don't, I don't know if Blue Ridge is, is doing anything different, but I believe uh, Mideast, the Mideast series, mm -hmm. they're, uh, um, you know, I don't know if they're having a rules meeting or just releasing right. their rules, but you know, what a great opportunity for racers to be right there in a conversation with the series. Mm -hmm. You know, if there are any questions instead of waiting for it to be a problem sometime later on, yeah. uh, this is a good time to do, to do that. Um, all right. So we got some more comments here. I see Cameron's here from Florida. Happy new year and see you all Saturday. He's coming up great nice. at the, at the best racing show uh, built. Thank there you. you. Um, and he talked to Tam Hammond and is ready. Absolutely. Okay. So Paul's got a question. He says, is the video about adjusting valve springs on a 604 on the Crate Insider website still the best way to adjust them after a valve spring change? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, so I mean, honestly, it's the only way to adjust them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll get, I don't know, people have varying, varying opinions, but yeah, I mean, no, it's the best way to go. And you believe, I believe you call it three quarter turn preload? Preload on the okay. lifter. Yeah, correct. Yep. And he's I mean, so, so long as you're not like trying to float the valves and doing something stupid, that's the only way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, you, you no, I, I'm just being honest. I mean, yeah. And, and he's got a follow up on that. He says, mm -hmm. also, would you need to adjust them after they get warmed up? Um, no, I mean, honestly, so long as you can feel where zero is, no, it's not necessary because we're using that three quarters of turn preload. Um, so long as you know where zero is and you can go three quarters of a turn, you're fine. Uh, it's not like it's not like doing a you know a solid lift engine to where yeah you want to have the thing warmed up and you know your warm setting is this mm -hmm. so we're only talking a few thousands here and there so three quarters of turn preload is roughly God, what is it like 60, 60 thousands so there, it's not going to make a massive difference is it's, it's not like or eighty thousand something like that it's not it's not like adjusting a solid lift can good to know good to know great. And uh, Cameron says he's uh, ready to talk tires and see the best products in racing. Thank you again. Right. Absolutely. Oh, here's Dave. Rip off and, and duplicate. duplicate. Yeah, yeah, there, you there go. we go. There you go. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Rip off and duplicate. Yep. Yes. <laughs> oh, and uh, Shane's here from Moon Racing and Fabrication, Colorado. Nice. Welcome, Shane. Welcome to the show. And again, anybody has any questions, whether it's tech questions or questions about the cars racing show coming yeah. up or 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 engine things or just like what is steve drinking what kind of beer well it's just ultra. ultra i got a whole keg so we had our christmas party yes we did have our christmas party last friday uh-huh and well like the friday before like yeah. the friday before christmas yeah so like one of my buddies has a restaurant here in town and i'm like yeah dude i need like two kegs of i need a keg of we, we had Highland Pilsner. Mm -hmm. And then I want to just like keg ultra. He's like, okay, well, I can get you a half barrel keg of each. So I'm like half barrel. Okay. That's like half a keg. That'll probably work out. You know, I mean, we'll run out of the Highland and then, you know, go we'll, have, the we'll go to the ultra. Yeah. After that. Cause I've, I've, I've got a two, I can only fit like you, so much in my kegerator. You can fit two skinny ones. Yeah. Or two, one, two, six, barrel one kegs, big round yeah. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm like, yeah, that'll work out. I mean, we'll just swap beers middle of the night. Well, no, no. Apparently, unbeknownst to me, a half barrel keg is it's a, a keg. fucking keg. 
So yeah, I feel like we so kind of failed. I've got a, I've got a whole fucking keg of ultra next door. Right <laughs> yeah, because we never got to put that in there. Because <laughs> Kate was serving so much liquor. Yeah. That like, and I what we have about sixty people there probably at any given time. Yeah. Yeah. We somewhere around a there. lot of liquor. Yeah, it was a lot of liquor. A lot of liquor. But it was fun as shit. We had a great time. A lot of liquor. Which is. <laughs> Halfway why we didn't do the show last Monday. <laughs> like, out. There's people still recovering. Well, the funny thing is, like, I mean, I'll have like, like a party like that. I'll have two, maybe three, you know, sh- short ones way early, like when the party starts. Right. And then by like eight o'clock, like I'm done. And now I'm going to like get completely sober by yep. the time the party's over. I'm just not, I'm just not a huge drinker. Right. Yep. I see Neil is, is saying, uh, got to run. See you ever win this week. Yep. We'll have some great deals on belts. Awesome. awesome. And a bunch of products and merch available during the show. Um, that's awesome. great. Honestly, Hooker Harness does some of the fun, most fun merch. Yeah, bring me another hoodie, dude. Yeah. Extra large because I'm a fat fuck right now. So <laughs> bring me another hoodie. I will gladly pay for it. Yes. So. Well, I mean, you you love, love, love your hoodie that says oh, Hookers, hookers yeah. Save Lives. There's nothing like being, you know, on the arm of a man who's whose sweatshirt says hookers save lives out in public. (laughs) They do. They've saved my life. (laughs) I mean, literally. (laughs) So. Yes. uh, Yes. 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 All right. I'm talking about the seatbelts, by the way. Well, I was was hoping. I was hoping. All right. um, American Racer Modifieds presented by Velocity. I appreciate you guys and all you do for the sports. See y'all this weekend. Awesome. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're thrilled. We're thrilled that you're joining us. Um, oh, and um, Tommy's got a follow-up question. He says, mm-hmm. is the 602 valve adjustment the same yeah, preload? Yes, it is. Um, yeah, it is, actually. So definitely definitely go that route. Great. And Dave said, see everyone there, all loaded up and leaving in the afternoon. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, and you know who's not loaded up? Who's getting a truck tomorrow? I'm looking forward to seeing Hammond, though. I, I'm so happy to see yeah. Dave. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Neil and everybody, but yes. like, all the people we see once a year. Yeah, it's, or, or twice a year if we had gone to PRI. PRI, but you know. Yeah, I know we've got just such an awesome group that comes Absolutely. together for this show, and we have so much fun. Yep. Uh, just you know, just amongst ourselves, and then oh yeah, and then all the action and activity. It's it's so much of it is like what happens after the show. I mean, you've yep. always said that about you know, it's like what happens at the cocktail hour kind of thing. Or well, that's feels- that's the enjoyable part to me about going to a trade show is like. Well, I mean, the fun part about your show is, yeah, you you can actually talk to individuals one-on-one. Yeah. And you're not just getting overwhelmed. Right. Especially as somebody who's, like, trying to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're not getting denied to be able to talk to somebody because there's just 12,000 people around you. Well, and you're not getting crowded. I mean, you're not you know, crowded. I don't want it to sound like there's nobody there. No, but no, like, no, no, no. But, like, when you've got, you know, we've we got, That's like, about 2,500 people or so, or right. 2,500 to 3,000, yeah. somewhere in that range. It's a but lot it's quite, different than you get, 50, quali- you get quality conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like really cool. So, I mean, especially if you get to go, like, go talk to Neil and his brother on belts or go talk to Ramey about engines or me about engines or go buy Crate Insider and buy shit. You there know? will be many <laughs> things to buy in my so, 50 foot booth. Yes. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> no matter no matter what the scenario is, is I think it's a better quality deal for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you really get a chance. And I've to lost connect. track where I was going with that, but it was, you know. Well, I think it was just uh, just about the fact that, you know, we're going to see everybody this weekend and we all get together and have a good time. Yeah, and, absolutely. 
and that, um, oh, like the cocktail hour, other places you have to wait until it's like the off period because it's just so on, 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 on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next, next, next. Yeah. And, and our show just isn't like that. No. We're, we're far more connected with the people individually. Absolutely. And let's see. So Justin says, uh, what are your thoughts on oil coolers with an asphalt 602 running 50 lap features? Um, I, if you're running a very good quality oil, I do not recommend the uh, oil cooler. Uh, reason being is because no matter what you do, because you're running a cooler, you're having to run extra lines, which is actually diminishing the oil pressure in the engine. So you want that oil pressure to keep lifters pumped up, which will give you, you know, if you got lifters bleeding down because of lack of oil pressure, then you're going to be losing lift, valve lift. Okay. So I always recommend, I mean, if you're running like, well, I mean, obviously I'm going to promote the products that I use, but I mean, if you're using like Daytona one or using clots or using Schaefer's, something like that, then the lifters going to stay pumped up. Yeah. And you, then you don't need an oil cooler. You don't need an oil cooler. And the engine is protected just fine. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, of course, with these high quality oils, we're seeing yeah. part of them is is the fact that we can have reduced temperatures. Right. We Correct. don't really run in. And, and honestly, the two oils are, you know, I mean, the clots and the uh, Daytona, Daytona one um, at higher engine temperatures, mm -hmm. they do sustain that viscosity to where it'll keep the lifter pumped up yeah where other ones will either break down at a molecular level or they'll turn into just water yeah. and these ones will maintain their structural integrity so that you continue to have you know obviously you're gonna have a, a I, I always get viscosity mixed up but it's gonna be a runnier oil but it's not gonna turn into just right, water correct. or just turn into junk. but but that being said i mean most high quality name brand oils are gonna protect the engine just fine mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. great Oh, uh, Cameron says you should wear that sweet shirt like I did in Miami, Florida. It's awesome to see the expression on everybody's face when they walk by. That's true. Yeah, the, the hookers save lives. <laughs> All right, Chris has a question. He says, uh, where would you recommend to connect a water pressure gauge, top of water pump, intake, or someplace else? Uh, top of the water pump okay. is, is like a great place to do it, honestly. Great. And, right. and really can be anywhere in the system because once you lose pressure, you lose pressure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, top of the water pump's really convenient because it's like right there. And you just like run the little line through your intake manifold underneath and pop it right in. So nice, nice. Um, Dave says no effing e EVs down there. Yeah, there's none. No, that I know of. Um, the closest we get is my tiny little pit bike that I will be running around with. Yeah, you, yeah you'll center. be riding your little. I will absolutely be bike. riding my electric <laughs> pit bike in the convention center. Right. I charged it over the weekend made sure what well, like what's fun was like last year we were like doing burnouts on that thing like after the show <laughs> yeah you know, i think i'll probably bring the second one with me just so if we wanted to we could have like little pit bike races that'd mm -hmm. be super fun that'd be fun <laughs> there, yeah it's really not a fair fight because they're not really even the same motor in both of those right but yeah it's, <laughs> you still wreck <laughs> still somebody and win so there, there's that there's <laughs> that and all right, Chad has a question. He says, why do you run a water pressure gauge? Uh, oh, this is a great question. <laughs> yeah. So water pressure gauge is very advantageous because like what happens to a lot of people, I mean, you can catch a rock in the radiator. And as we know, most race car drivers do not pay attention to their gauges. So what they'll see is whatever's on the gauge, usually during yellow flag laps. 
So if you're racing and all of a sudden you get, you know, a rock through the radiator and the water drains out of said radiator, then you can run into an issue to where once that water starts leaving, well, it's not you can, you will run into an issue to where like that water is replaced by steam. Steam's what like ruins engines because it's there's no water in there. So <coughs> oh, excuse me. What the water pressure gauge does is it tells you as soon as you lose pressure. So in other words, if you got like a 28 pound cap, let's say, then as soon as that thing drops below, I don't know, water pressure gauges or what, 15 pounds, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyways, as soon as it drops lo- below that, then you get a fucking dummy light that comes on. Yeah. And then you know, hey, I got a problem in the water system. Right. Which will prevent you from continuing on and ruining the engine. Because a lot of times what happens is when the engine reads steam, it's colder than the water. So you could be, you could have no water in the system and show like 210 on the gauge. Right. It'll just get locked instance, up and it won't Where show. the motor is actually just freaking burning up. Absolutely. And you can completely lose an engine that way. I, I actually heard that first from Ben Baker from AFCO, yeah, which we'll see Ben this weekend too. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Ben's a badass. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that pr- water pressure is probably even more important than a water Correct, temperature. Yeah. Well, and one thing you like to do with water temperature, when, one question you get a lot is like, you know, what is the ideal water temperature? Oh my gosh, I'm running 220. Is that too hot? And your big question always is, are you pushing water? Right. I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, if you're pushing water out of the system, then that's being replaced by steam. Yeah. So, I mean, you can technically run an engine at 280 degrees all day long, so long as there's water in the system. And honestly, if you like, like, look at the NASCAR dudes, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. I mean, they're running it like just obscene water temperatures, but they're not pushing water out of the system because most of them are like pressurized system. Right. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Alan is here. He says, Hey guys, another year in the book, wishing you all the best. Steve, I am currently working on changing braided fuel lines from fuel cell to carburetor. Mm-hmm. I have always been careful not to get a line kit that has a small ID. ID hose with all the braided line manufacturers out there. What is your preferred size hose? D 98 fuel, no return. Um, and so braided fuel lines from the fuel cell to the carburetor. Yeah, I mean, all right, so D98. It, are we talking like ethanol? D98 was, sounds I, like gas. It sounds like it's a gas. Yeah, if it's like if a 98 it, octane. Yeah, if that's, gas. Ga- if that's gas, then like dash 10. Oh, dash 10, not yeah. dash 8? No, okay. no dash 10. Okay. Um, once you get into the methanol range, dash 10 works all the way up until E85. Okay. Beyond the 85 on methanol, you need dash 12. Oh, oh, bigger. And he's got a 602 sports well, mod. Well, it's mm-hmm. bigger because you're looking, if it's methanol, you're looking, you have to flow 2.2 times the volume right. of liquid. Right. Now, so, you're also doing that with the 85? You're doing the dash 10 or dash we're 12? Doing, we're doing dash 10. Dash 10. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Dash 10 on the, on the in or coming in, mm-hmm. uh, dash 8 on return. Okay. Uh, methanol, you'd want to go like dash 12. Coming in, dash 10 on return. Okay. Good to know. Um, Cameron says, not having a water pressure gauge cost me and Chris a motor three years ago and finished second, but killed a motor. Mm -hmm. We will never race without a water pressure gauge. Music off. 
music off bluetooth <laughs> so i don't know if you're talking to uh, alexa there that happens to right. me sometimes there yeah um actually I, I think alexa is like my little scapegoat i yell it if i'm gonna yell at anybody it's i yell at alexa yeah. it happens a lot yeah she's just like stops playing music right. she makes me mad all right uh justin says is there power to be gained with a smaller balancer and lightweight flex plate with power, a 602 power no uh, acceleration rate, yeah, there's probably going to be a minute amount. Um, more so with the flex plate than with the than with the uh, balancer. No, but isn't the balancer part of the engine? Like you can't change that, or can you? Well, some asphalt series allow you to change the balancer. Okay, okay. So I mean, anything we do on oh, dirt. Oh yes, and Justin know, is racing yeah, asphalt. Correct. Okay. So yeah, I mean, acceleration rate minutely because you're still talking the balancer. Let's say an eight inch, but you got an eight inch balancer, right? Right. But then you're allowed to run a six inch. All right, so that diameter there, yeah, it's going to change acceleration rate by a minute amount. But the bigger deal is the flywheel in the back. Okay. So, yeah, the lighter you can get on the flywheel in the back, rotating the weight. Be. Rotating weight. Yeah. Makes sense. Good to know. And, oh, and Alan said, and, all, and also is... deceleration rate increases. So on asphalt, yeah, both may be an advantage because you're not using as much brake getting in the corner. Mm. And on that D98, uh, Alan's saying that is a VP. VP. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, dash 10 inlet, dash 8 return if you're running a return. Okay. And uh, Justin says that he they have no balancer rules currently. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah. Run, I'd run a six inch. I mean, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, it, again, that's not going to be as big a gain as like getting rid of the flywheel mm -hmm. mass. Great. Cool. Oh, and look at how much beer you have left. We still have more Steve time. Get that much attention left. Yep. <laughs> I need to go watch football and get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so who's playing tonight? Uh, uh, the Bills and Cincinnati, which I think is going to be a great fucking game. So. Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think is so. going to the Super Bowl? I don't watch football anymore. So. Oh, shit. Um... I don't know. I, mean, I, so I, I, I don't know because, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know yet. I got, I got to watch what wild card or what the wild card deal does. Okay, so they're still not to that level of no. Because playoffs. my whole okay. thing is, you can never count out Tom Brady. No, you cannot. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the guy's eight and eight right now after whooping the shit out of Carolina and playing his best game of the season. But what does Tom Brady usually do? His best games of the season are usually in the playoffs and <laughs> everything else. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, when it counts. I just got to. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't want to make much. a guess on that. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Dave Goebbels here. He says, happy new year, Steve and Kate. Yeah, man. See you all end of the month. Steve. Absolutely. Bring your happy hour game. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 We got it going on. Oh, and Paul says uh, Frisco Bills, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco and the Bills. That's who he, yeah. yeah, Buffalo Bills. That's who he's going to the Super Bowl. I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. No, so, and he is, but he's Yeah, no, 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 I know. Mm -hmm. So I normally make fun of Cowboys fans, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to make fun of you because you actually, I think you might be close. Yeah. I'm going to say the Bills at least. So, wow. So, 
So they got their game on this this year, huh? Been pretty fucking impressive, yeah. And then uh, 49ers had a rough start to the season, didn't they? And then they started coming back. 49ers meant they were like three fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And then I know Maria at FK would love to see the, yeah, the, the 49ers yes, go in. Yeah, yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. She's a she's a hardcore fan. Yeah. She's the hardest core 49ers fan I've ever met. Yeah. She's actually the hardest core football Which fan. Which is hilarious, like growing up in Connecticut and you're like a 49ers fan. Yeah, that is that right. is wild. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there was another question that came in like totally separately over the course mm-hmm. of the week. And uh someone asked it is it worth it to index spark plugs? Uh on 602s and 604s, no. I mean, indexing plugs is primarily on stuff with like really close tolerance. Uh, as far as like, you know, where the electrode is on the spark plug. Mm-hmm. But I've I've tried it indexed, unindexed. Well, unindexed, just throw them in there. No, no difference on those. Now you do actually have a really good tech tip about spark plugs and the fact that you do not want to use a black sharpie. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. So, I mean, so tell if, us about if you're that. going to index your spark plugs for whatever reason you want to do it on, you know, a crane engine. Um, yeah. Do not use a black Sharpie because uh, black Sharpie contains uh, uh, what do you call it? Carbon um, black. Carbon black. Yeah. And carbon black, you can actually watch in, in the dark. I mean, it have to be dark out, but you can actually watch, uh, the spark plug fire up the carbon. Right. So, so, so if I was to take a plate, let's just say like a ceramic yeah. plate, and I was to draw a line across it with sharpie, right. and I was to light Put electricity it, to it. Yeah, it's going to follow the carbon. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah. You can use red, blue, pink, purple, yellow, whatever. Yeah, but not black. Don't use black. So, I think that's a great great tech tip of the yeah. day. What are you most excited about at the show? Uh, honestly, just like hanging out and seeing everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I mean, I, I have a good time there every year. I mean, cause again, I get to have quality conversations with people where normally if I go to, you know, I out throwing PR under the bus, but normally if I go there, it's a challenge to be able to talk to the people who are actually people who want to talk to me and have a quality conversation. Well, you've probably been to some of those racing shows that are auctions and stuff as well. I have, and I'm a, I'm not a big fan of that. Right. It, because there again, you're not going to yeah. have good conversations. You're just right. kind of looking for deals. And we don't have any auctions no. at our show. But you can buy stuff. Yeah. Buy stuff. Take it's a it buy home. show. Yeah. yeah. It's a buying show. And, you know, for people that really want to take that next level of their knowledge, there's also, I don't know if there's any seats left, but uh, Race Know How is doing their first live in-person seminar. You know, uh, Jonathan... Um, Jonathan Masters has had race know-how now for a few years yeah. and it's a membership program. And with the membership, he constantly releases new videos that he interviews experts for. I mean, I know Dave Hammond's been one of them. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tater Masters is, is Jonathan's yeah. uh, dad and uh, Mike Knuckles. I mean, a lot, lot of really great guys, but they're doing their first in-person uh, situation there. So that's really. And that's then really cool. uh, what is it? Uh, end of the month here. Oh yeah. Um, you the, already, you booked our flights the other day, actually. I did. So I did. Gonna, we'll yeah. be in Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, towards the end of the month. Uh, oh, that's what Dave would say in about yeah, uh, race logic. Happy. Yeah. Yep. So race logic and yep. and there's still some seats left for that one as well. The crate late model class, which surprises me, honestly. Yeah, it is so. a surprise. Yeah, I mean, but that's a pretty big venue too. So it is. Yeah. 
All right. Here's a question here from mm -hmm. BBQ79. Good evening, Steve. Mm -hmm. What is the best way to get to a 360, 362 cubic inch motor? What do you mean? I don't know. What is the best way to get to a 362 cubic inch motor? Well, boring stroke, but I mean. We're not sure of the question. Yeah, it's, I mean, boring stroke. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, there's so many different combinations. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Well, and that's I mean, what he's asking. Like, what is what do yeah. you think is the best combination? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, back in the day, I mean, I had, golly, back back when it was, you know, I had, you know, longer strokes, small bore, and I've had, you know, to me personally, if you're like going to do a 362, I'd do small bore, small stroke, big bore. So, like, God, it was probably fuck. Back when I was racing super late models. Um, so mid 2000s, um, we were doing three inch 35 stroke by like four 155 bore. So 362. I mean, that's off the top of my head. It could be like four 145. I don't know. But like, yeah, that's what we were doing back in the day is short stroke, big bore. And to me, that shit runs best at that, you know, cubic inch level. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Alan's here. He says, Happy New Year, Kate and Steve. Unfortunately, I'm not going to make it to the car show this weekend because I was I was diagnosed with the thing yesterday. <laughs> Hope you have a great and productive show. Oh, Alan, I'm so sorry yeah. that you're not going to be able to make it. And it yes, sucks. I'm going to call it the thing. The thing, yeah. yeah I mean, the thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's the JP Sears version. Right, exactly. And I was getting the Maverick of Wall Street version. Right. <laughs> I heard somebody today call it the coop. <laughs> Um, and that would be like liberal hive mind. All right. And uh, Brian, he's here from Race Logic. He says, sure, hate, I can't make it this year. Uh, it's a great show. Well, yep. Brian's um, Brian's granddaughter is having her first, her one-year birthday. Oh, you can't come here for that. Yeah, you no, got to be there. No, yeah. no you are not missing your granddaughter's no. first birthday party God, no. for a trade show. Um, now, Earl's got a great idea. He says, boxing match this year, next year, engine build competition. You know, you we could, yeah, we should see like who could put one together the fastest or take one apart the fastest or both put it together or take it apart, put it together. You know what? That'd There's, be fucking hilarious. That would be, you know what? They also make those like Lego kits that are yeah. like an engine and you guys could build like Lego engines. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, all right, Jeff says a lot of misrepresented parts at auctions for sure. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, mean, I, I, I've that, never that's, gotten into the auction stuff. Yeah, I, I haven't either. That's usually a shit show, honestly. Yeah. And like guys who buy lots of stuff, normally they're, I mean, lots, like a lot. Right. They're buying yeah. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Justin says we could call it the cootie virus. <laughs> we was all scared in school for catching the cooties. So exactly. Yeah. That's exactly, so right. true. That's so so true. Oh, oh, Earl's uh, making new, new, uh, new rules. rules. New rules for the engine building competition after a twelve pack. All right. So what we need to do is promote this throughout the year, mm -hmm. and we'll do like rules mm -hmm. that we have to abide by. The twelve pack thing, I got. I, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to go off site for it. Just just letting you know. So I have, there might be. I have seen Earl after 12 pack. Okay. Well, that's probably just. And I'm really confident that if that's the only rule, I'm going to win. Because <laughs> 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 that's my normal Tuesday night. I know it is. Before you even sit down here. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Earl's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> You've been training for this your whole life. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, dominate this shit. Uh, we can even bet money. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more fun. If, if we, he's not gimpy next year at this time. Well, we don't know. We want a healthy Earl. Yeah. We want Earl yeah. to be healthy and all together. Right. Yeah. yeah. All, all the red pieces. Or if I'm not gimpy, shit. I'm all, I'm all, all, almost as old as he is now. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've, you've uh, knock on wood, you've been awfully damn lucky. Awfully damn hey, lucky. Better be lucky you. Either, either that or you're just too damn mean. Well, it's probably that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like things come to try to try to tear you down and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, we're scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That, that could be it. That could be it. All right. Jeff has a question. He says, it's my first year running a 602. What ranked valve spring should I get when I replace them? Okay. I can't tell from his picture here. Does that look like it's asphalt? asphalt? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I know what you're referring to, I believe. Is this, is this, this is, this is, okay. gonna, this is going to be one of those uh, questions about certain companies out there selling 84 pound valve springs mm -hmm. and you know for a stupid amount of money and then like 82 pound valve springs for less money and all that shit that is 100 total bullshit because number one they're not rating them correctly which i wrote a whole entire blog on it which yeah i probably need to like have you post that on your page probably because yeah. that's all bullshit so Honestly, on 602s, um, you just need it. I don't even want to say you need it. I mean, you sell them because that's what people want. Uh, well, a rated valve spring. No, okay. But, I, I can take it. Take yeah, part go, of this. Go, go ahead. So, what? Uh, that shit pisses me off. Just yeah, the way people are getting ripped off by this. We rate valve springs all the time. I have a bench tester, which is digital, and it wouldn't matter if you pull it or Steve pulls it or I pull it. We're all going to get the same roundabout number. But it does depend on where we set the height. So where we set the height, according to what you've taught me, is that we set the height about halfway through the path of travel. So when somebody asks me, well, you know, hey, how do your 602 valve springs rate? Well, I'm like, I can tell you 170, but it's a number that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Because when you rate it install height, basically you've got this spring and you're basically just kissing the thing where we're right. crushing it to find out, okay, what does it actually have? Because if if I'm just gonna like kiss them, oh oh, aren't they cute? It it doesn't yeah. really. It's so, not really telling you anything. No. So per per cycle, you see open and close once. You see mid lift twice. Right. So everything we do is mid lift. Mm -hmm. So so there's you know an 84 pound on the seat valve spring. I can show you all day long where that bitch at max lift is probably gonna be way less than what it's supposed to be compared to an 82 valve pound valve spring. At close at on the seat mm -hmm. could be higher at max lift, and then I can show you where something that like measures way less than either one of those is better at mid lift. So, so it's about controlling the valve, and and that's why we measure them at mid lift, and we don't sell them that way. We don't really no. promote that. We don't promote enough. Um, and, and it's unfortunate that uh, that other companies are out there selling that because it's 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 well, just. 
I call them scam artists. But. Well, I mean, and maybe whether it's they don't know any better or not, I don't know. Because even when we rate them, we're doing our best. And really what rating them is going to do is it's really going to flesh out the really crappy ones. And the right. really crappy ones, they get tossed aside to end up in one of my craft projects at some point. Right. But, you know, other than that, we, we, see, we about- see a lot of variation in the 602 Springs. I would say, you know, when guys call me and they say, hey, do I need the matched set of beehives for my 604? I tell them, hey, if it's my race car, I wouldn't worry about no. it. The beehives are pretty darn consistent, but the 602 springs really are kind of all over. They the do place. vary. Yeah, they vary quite a bit. But they really again, do. it's that mid-lift number that I'm, I'm looking at. Yeah, and even that mid-lift number, I mean, we, we've got about a... You got, got a variance, you got a variance, yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be, because mm-hmm. like I said, you can have an 84-pound valve spring, 84 on the seat. Mm-hmm that is absolute shit mid lift mm-hmm. and like less than an 81 pound valve spring on the seat. But you know, mid lift is great and high end is great. So it's just, it's. Yeah. And I get the calls. I mean, the I'm testing these valve springs that are rated and, and they're only testing like 82 pounds. Like, who are you? What are you? Dude. I mean, seriously, like it, it's, it's it, there's a lot more to it. It's way more to it than yeah. what people think. And unfortunately, like, this one particular shithole fucking company has like propagated this rumor that you, you got to have 84, 85 pound springs and blah, blah, blah. And all the shit, you know, here's our knockoff pit lights and all this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and uh, so now back to the Earl, yeah. Earl conversation. Yeah. Earl says, uh, what? You're older, son. Fuck you look older. Damn. I didn't know that. There's oh. no way. Yeah. Wow. There's no way I'm older than earlier, Raymond. I don't know. I thought he was like 62. No, you're doing one of your Steve things. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you spot one of my gray hair, it's like, oh, oh man, you're looking old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I ever said that, I would go over like a fucking lead balloon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but see, I I wouldn't I would not threaten you on the show because right. then that could be used against me some sometime later. But uh, Craig says, "Hey, the Crate Insider ones that that that's the only ones I've ever bought." So yeah. if you're new to the show, Jeff, um, uh, we do sell them at CrateInsider.com, and you know we are legit. Uh, well, I legit. mean, I mean, honestly, when you started doing that stuff, um, you went through me, so I told yeah. you what the parameter was that I wanted mm-hmm. to where you like sell a quality spring. Absolutely, and. Well, and, and I was doing it with your dial tester. Correct. And then at some point, I I saw that Long Acre bench right. tester, and I remember buying that. And like it was a big deal for me to buy this this bench oh, yeah. tester. It was quite expensive. And it was it was expensive. And somebody was like, I remember them commenting on Facebook, being like, "You're going to have to write a lot of springs, pay for that." Yeah. We rate. Oh my God, I don't even know how many sets it's we like sold. Obscene. It is obscene because now we pretty much, uh I buy anywhere from like 75 up to hundred boxes of each one yep. in like a month. Yep. And I mean, maybe that's a lot for some people We're we're a little company. So it's kind of like a lot for us, right. but you do the math. It doesn't take long. We do thousands yep. and thousands of springs for sure. And uh, let's see, Alan says uh, valve springs are not rated on seat pressure, but they are matched. Correct. That, yes. yes. They're, they're matched as in they're not rated at seat pressure. They're rate, rated at mid lift. And then they are matched. Absolutely. Yes. So like pressures and we do. They're matched at mid lift. Mm-hmm. Matched at mid lift. And then we do separate intakes from exhaust. Correct. So we've got two. 
Oh, and Earl says he's 49, bud. You're more than 49, Steve. My fucking ass. There's no way. See, you are lucky. Look at how look at your amazing health. All right, well, I'm gonna kick him in the fucking knee this week and we'll see how old he is. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. John's got a question. He says, How much jets should change for Florida elevation and anything else? Also, if only have two jets per number, would you put the bigger numbers in front or back? Um, number one, I'd figure out who built the carburetor and ask them. Mm-hmm. Um, not trying to be I'm not being a dick, but that's what I do first. Um, number two, like where I'm at, we're at like about 1600 feet. And like the difference between here and like sea level is not that much. Maybe one jet size. So. I'm trying to remember. Willie had an app for quite a while. Yeah, he does. He, he, I think he, he still did. does. Yeah. Um, no, they stopped updating it or something. Yeah. I don't think they have it anymore. But it would tell you, like, you could go in there and see, like, the barometric pressure and everything of, like, exactly right. where you were, or at least where the airport was, yeah. where you where you're located. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And it would, it would talk that about that. That was pretty awesome. But, like, even even in that, I remember fiddling around with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the change is not much yeah, at okay. all. So, I yeah, mean, I can't really remember yeah, that. I wouldn't. I mean, I've got, you know, like, I do, like, Bronson shit. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, he races in Florida all the time, obviously. Great yeah. stuff. And, you know, obviously he's a super guy. But, you know, he's talked to my brother before. He's like, oh, you know, what should I do here? You know, and it's like one jet. <laughs> Not even, you know, anything crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's not a lot of change because, I mean, one jet can be massive because of the diameter of the jet. I mean, you can. I'm just throwing these numbers out there. These are not accurate by any means. But it, like, if you look at jet sizes, like the orifice of the jet, you can go from, let's say, a 72 to a 74. And again, this is an example, not accurate. But you're not gaining 2,000. You're gaining 10. But then you go to a 75 and it drops back to 8. So a lot of people are fooled by jets. So nowadays, most modern carburetors, most people are keeping the jets the same and using emulsion bleeds and air bleeds okay. to change how, how everything runs. Good to know. So again, I would talk to the carburetor, carburetor manufacturer. Yeah, it always pays to have a have a connection with your carburetor, right. your carb guy, for sure. Um, Cameron says he sent you something on Facebook Messenger, Steve, and if you would, please take a look at it and respond. Uh, Probably just not now. Um, and then Eric says, hello, what radiator fan uses the least horsepower and still moves enough air for cooling a 604 on methanol with one-to-one pulleys and double pass radiator? Pretty much anything, honestly, man. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'd use, I'm a big fan of the race fan. Yeah. The race fan. Yeah. Uh, which is actually the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, you can like use two, three, four. Five, six, eight. Not five. Uh, or, uh, yeah. Two, three, four, six blades if you wanted to. But anything on methanol. You barely uh, need a fan. Honestly, you barely need a fan. So probably like a 15-inch two-blade race fan. Yeah, I'd probably go with 17. Two-blade 17-inch. Well, I mean, that's what we're using on an E85 and cooling them no problem in the middle of summer here. So. Okay, true. I mean, it, 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 it ain't going to take much. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Be a good one. 
And uh, Lucas says intake springs are different than the exhaust on a 602? Yes. Uh, the intake springs are going to be uh, actually showing a little higher rate. Mm -hmm. Slightly heavier. Uh, because it's a heavier valve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how we rate them. And he also says, should the 602 run synthetic oil? Uh, after initial break-in, I recommend some full synthetic for everything. Yeah. So make sure you break it in on dinosaur oil first. Dinosaur oil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The non-synthetic, I right. guess. <laughs> Break it in on the that. the fuck keeps going? Otherwise, I might be Cameron blowing you up. I'm not sure. Probably. He wanted you to respond to something. So. Um, but yeah, you can always mute. You know, I never muted my phone. I'm just not as popular as you. <laughs> <laughs> More popular than I am. But those are great questions. Yep. I see, Steve, you're bought on your last sip of beer there. I am. So yep. my attention span is, yep, yeah, it's almost time to go watch football. Yeah, that is like an hour's worth of beer. I like exactly. that. Yeah, that, that works. Okay, good. Well, cool. Oh, a couple things here. Yeah. And no uh, Tommy says, uh, wow, learn a lot tonight on Val Springs. We talk about Val Springs a lot on this channel. Yeah, sure. we talk a lot about yeah. Val Springs and fuel and different things. So. Yeah, and thanks. And for anyone who's not um, either subscribed to us on YouTube or likes us on Facebook, you know, we'd love for you to follow us on any of those platforms. And thank you so much for your comments. It means a lot. And uh, okay, Trina's here. Says thirty five hundred crank or three point five crank. And okay, you're gonna have to read this one, Steve. Yeah, no, four inch sixty bore. Yeah, it's three sixty two. Okay, yeah, on, on a budget. Stop. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you know, okay. I mean, like I said, I mean, you go three inch th three thirty five stroke, and what is it, four one twenty five or four one thirty five bore or whatever? You're looking at three sixty two also, and uh, so I I will always favor short stroke big bore versus that combination right there gotcha oh and uh cameron says yes that was him okay. messaging right. you on messenger and love you all and thank you for everything yep. so um so yeah i mean i want to thank you all for being here i hope you know anyone who's close to the north carolina area that uh or make the trip this coming weekend january 6th and 7th the cars racing show will be at the hickory metro convention center in hickory north carolina it's exit 125 off of i-40 and of course, um, we'll have it Friday, 11 to 6, of course, with the party from 6 to 8 yep. on Friday, and then Saturday, 9 to 5. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Actually. It, it is really going to be a good time. I'm looking time. forward to Earl needing fucking Tylenol the next day. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Stanley, big uh, thank you so much. He says, another great program tonight. David Smith Carbs, um, yep. or David Smith is here from David Smith Carbs. He said, hate to miss the show. Sounds like it'll be fun. Yep. I, I think David will be is back with. Da is David coming? He's not going to make it this time. What the fuck? Well, I mean, it's good reasons, All right. but All right. but um, hope that uh, hope that we'll get him next. Yeah, year, yeah, we got to get him. We're giving him years in advance here. Yep. So that's one of the best carburetor makers out there too. So. Yeah, and uh, sometimes David's, you know, even here is commenting on the show has helped out with some of the carburetor oh, questions, yeah. and you know, really love when we get this involvement, and you know, it's really been great tonight. We've had so much involvement on the show. And now we get to go do it in person this coming weekend. Yeah. So if you're I'm looking, looking for more it. information or if you want to get tickets or anything else, you can find the information about the trade show at carsracingshow.com. Again, carsracingshow.com. Yeah. So I think that's all we've got for this week. Do you have any final words, Steve? No. Okay. It's time <laughs> to get another beer. All right. No, well, I, no, it's time to go watch football. Okay. All right. It's like it's going to be a good game. Yes. All right. Well, I'll let you go <laughs> or watch Or a shit game. Because all weekend long, like all the college shit, the guys that were supposed to win lost. So we'll see how it goes tonight with the pros. 
Well, thank you guys for being here. Hope to see a lot of you this weekend at the Cars Racing Show. Otherwise, we'll see you next Monday. Have a great week and happy new year.